This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Welcome back to the show. Uh, this is the last hour of uh, the Power Zone on Power 98.7, the Monday installment of uh, the show. And I told you that uh, in the last hour of the show, uh, this being between 2 o'clock and 2.30, I will bring in Signi Khadebe, uh, who joins us uh, this morning uh, from organization, uh, the One Soweto uh, Council. He's the secretary uh, there of council when it comes to uh, this uh, particular movement. So we hear that Sydney uh, participated in a dialogue about uh, the rules of engagement, uh, this uh, being about really issues of setting up uh, boundaries. Uh, how do we do that? Uh, so he's here uh, to tell us about uh, that and what this dialogue, what came out of this particular uh, dialogue. So interesting uh, when you look at how then literally you see a lot of people uh, struggling to uh, set uh, up those boundaries or the rules of engagement in this particular uh, regard. Uh, how, how do we actually, uh, you know, more or less tell people or teach people how to uh, treat us how to interact uh, with us uh, how do we actually set up those you know do's and don'ts to say you don't approach me like that you don't speak to me like that and then you uh, create uh, those rules of engagement in terms of how you would like uh, to be treated i want to us to just discuss this at length uh, this morning with Sydney and, and look at how then uh, we can apply this uh, this being in our friendships in our uh, situationships in our relationships uh, romantic and the likes uh, professional relationships at work and, and, and the likes it can really uh, be tricky the, the rules of engagement how, how do we actually uh, navigate uh, this particular uh, space so we'll go into uh, this conversation uh, this morning uh, with Sydney Hadebe but there by X uh, we go by at power FM 987. You're welcome to go there and engage with us. Uh, we are also on 0861-987-000. How did you, or how do you do it? How, how do you tell people, I, I, I don't get treated like that. You don't speak to me like that. So, so, so it's really a tricky one. Uh, but let, let's, let's speak to Sydney here. How do you tell your boss that you don't address me like that? Don't don't scream at me. Don't, don't speak to me like... <laughs> it's a tricky one uh, but Sydney's here uh, he'll uh, school us uh, this being between now and at uh, 2.30 uh, Sydney good morning welcome to the show hey good morning good morning Katleho uh, it's been it's, it's always a wonderful um, mm. you know opportunity to engage with you mm. and uh, also with your listeners yeah so yeah uh, that's that's a great discussion today to, to tonight to, uh, this morning i mean yeah no it, it's always lovely to uh, speak to you muna sydney and thank you very much for always uh, giving us uh, your time i mean it, it can be a tricky one uh, in terms of the rules of engagement uh, where you draw up those boundaries where uh, you actually uh, tell people how to address you in a way that you don't step on their toes or you don't actually isolate them all together and you trying to actually uh, protect yourself as well uh, where these rules of engagement are, are concerned. Uh, t- t- tell us about uh, this particular space, the dialogue uh, that you formed part of, uh, and, and help us actually go about uh, how, how can one uh, ensure uh, that you, you navigate this space uh, without making enemies out of the people uh, that you're working with or that you're in a relationship uh, with uh, and, and the likes. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, and I, I believe that we will still be given an opportunity just to talk 
about the dialogue itself. Yes. But uh, I just want to limit on just, um, you know, the, the, the setting up of these boundaries mm. in the context of, you know, engaging, as you have said, um, with stakeholders because, uh, you know, there's, there's a, there, there are stakeholders engagement. How do we engage with our stakeholders? How do we build relationships? And also how do we tap to our inner self um, in order to ensure that God-given gifts can be able to also help us, you know, in terms of setting those boundaries. Mm-hmm. Now, um, you know, there are there are physical boundaries, but also there are boundaries that we, we don't see with uh, our eyes. It, it requires all of us to have a spirit of discernment, to discern as to how far we can go and how far we can uh, be able to uh, get to, uh, you know, through those boundaries. So, uh, and, and, and also there are, if there are rules already, I mean, uh, in your last conversation, you just talked about uh, structures. If you understand the structure, but you don't understand the system, I'll talk in the context of, uh, of a game, for example, you know. Um, you, you cannot actually apply um, football rules in, in the rugby rules um, because um, they will not just make sense. But also in terms of understanding uh, the fact that you are working in a team, as a team player, whether you're at work or whether it's a personal relationship or any other relationship that you want to build. So I think one of the problems why uh, we are not understanding those boundaries, but you don't even have to, uh, you know, have the knowledge in terms of um, whether they exist. Um, it, it, it has to do with, with, with our training. It has to do with where we come from and even our environment, uh, what we've been taught and, 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 and how we apply what we've been taught. But uh, what I've realized, Katleho, uh, is that a whole lot of things um, in terms of their make, making, they're more spiritual than physical. So, um, and, and I know for a fact that a lot of people will be saying, but, but I don't see them. But God says, I've given you the ability to be able to descend the spirit of discernment to able to see those boundaries that you need to build. So from the from, from my side what I want to say is that it is important for us uh, to actually know what you are receiving. Know what you are receiving. And and if you've got the knowledge of what you are receiving, you'll have the ability to sustain, maintain it and improve it. Because um even ourselves here on earth we ascend as stewards. We don't own anything. But uh, I believe that when God gives us something, our, his expectation is that we should be managers. Is it a relationship that he gives you? Is it, uh, is it a friendship that he gives you? Um, is, it, is, it, is it your car? Is it, is it, is it anything that, that is a blessing towards you? Now, we almost are excited in receiving but we don't pay attention in the responsibility to maintain and sustain. Now, you look uh, in, uh, generally um, uh, how things that have been given to people to manage, they fail to manage them. Why? There are many reasons uh, behind that. Because one, they don't have the knowledge of what they are receiving, but also they don't have a way of um, you know, uh, bringing, bringing life to what they're, they're, they're doing. The Bible says uh, when, when you are given... Um, we are blessed. So when you are blessed, it says in, in Genesis 12, it says, we are blessed to be a blessing. Mm. Uh, and also there are people who God gives us to be a gift. So there is one thing of, of, of receiving a blessing, but there is another thing 
of becoming a blessing. So there's a process that is behind. So what I want to talk us in terms of um, uh, setting up boundaries is that we also have to understand the principles behind them. You know, uh, there are natural principles, there are natural laws, there are different kinds of realms. So understanding which uh, realm you are in and, 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 and what dimension you're in and what is it that it will take you to be able to be in that dimension and be able to uh, give what 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 we are just supposed to give. So as parents, as teachers, um, as, as community leaders, as, as organizations, as as business, as business, there is always a role that we are supposed to play in contributing to the overall uh, sustainability of the system. But we don't have the systemic thinking. We only think in silos. For example, for example. Um, in our home, when I am in a, in a home environment. So it means I have an impact in terms of uh, how I contribute towards the family goals. Though I've got my own individual goals, but I still have to contribute to the family goals. A lot of times what we do, we focus on our personal needs at the expense of the team needs. So when I'm talking about team, I'm talking about everyone surrounding us. And, and, and you know, if we are not following those principles mm. when we are applying them in our practical daily works, um, we would struggle to get the results. For mm. us, when you are leaders, we are managers in even your own team. Now, the, the, the beauty of what God has created is that in the midst of him giving us resources, he didn't leave us there. He gave us authority and power over these things, not power over people, but power over things that we should manage because we still need to work with people. So our level of understanding that in order for us, in whatever system we are working in, if you understand the system, you understand the structure, and then you understand how the system works and what are the rules of engaging. Am I playing, for example, let me make a practical example with football because uh, I also played football and the Lord has, uh, you know, by, by, by grace, he has got me to work with so many teams. Since I was young, there were things that I was learning when I was growing, was growing, uh, uh, I was growing in my community when God, you know, allowed me to become a professional player. So uh, I played, for example, in the local regions, in the, in the, in the national teams, and, 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 and I also kept in a, a national team for students for, for more than three years. So in, in, my, in my experience having to work in that environment, there are things that I've picked up is that you can have a greater team with great players, but they are losing. They are losing all the time. <laughs> and then you wonder what to say, but we, we are all, we, we've assembled a great team, you know, but they are not able to uh, get the results. And then you've got a weaker team now with weak players, but you find them winning champions. And you say, but why is this one losing and why is this one not winning? Because in, in, in the essence, the ones that are having greater skills, the greater talents, are the ones that should be losing. Now, we miss the point. Now, I'm, just, I'm not just talking from one area. I'm talking across the board. It's to say that there are, there are individual players that are playing for themselves, but they are part of the team. But also there are players that are playing for the, for the team to win. So in other words, the, 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 their focus is ensure that uh, the team wins. And, and I was saying to some people when I was talking, uh, talking to them, he says, one can chase uh, you know, 100, but 10 can chase 10,000. 
That's what the Bible says. So if you look at that principle, and the other principle that I want to bring in is that a teacher cannot be greater than the master, or a student cannot be greater than the teacher. A, 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 a person who is led by the shepherd cannot be greater than the shepherd. So these are principles. So a lot of times what we do when we get into these systems, we don't have a systemic thinking, but we have an individual thinking in a system. I don't know whether somebody is getting me. So once you can understand that I am in a system, when you go out from your home, there are, there are, there are, there are a number of systems that you, you come across. But your level of your understanding as to which system you are will determine the level of your response to the system for the benefit of the, of the, of the whole than the individual part in the whole. Now, let me make it for example, a practical example. A lot of times when, for example, we, we, uh, let's say we go to war and everything else, there's a level of preparation that needs to go there. There's a level of preparation that needs to go there because anytime you go into the war without preparing, you are not going to be successful. You are not going to win. So I'm talking about winning teams. And part of what we want to uh, uh, you know, understand, Katlego, uh, is that uh, for us to win in each and every area, we need one to follow principles. Yes, rules, they may apply in your home, but not necessarily in, in someone else's home. And set boundaries, because once you've got rules, then rules, they, 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 they become effective when you set boundaries. So it means uh, how far rules can go will be determined on, your, on the boundaries that you set. So in our relationships, so in other words, if I get into your house, I cannot just get in your house and, and, and find myself sitting in your, in your bedroom, you know, because you are my friend. So, so it means that relationship, you can tell that there are no boundaries set. You know, I go across in the name of friendship. Mm. And that is a problem because our definition of friendship, I don't know what it is. But as far as I know, uh, and I'll just refer to the scripture, Jesus says the person who is your friend mm. is a person when you are in trouble. He can, he can actually take his life for you. Uh, so, so can what, I tell you how many? Yeah, yeah. How many yeah okay thanks you can come in yes yeah i wanted to go in there to just ask around uh, how do you then uh, tend to uh, see whether uh, whatever is thrown at you is for your greater good or is just a setup of some sort or uh, just thrown to destabilize you of some sort how, how do you actually then read between whatever someone is coming uh, at you with their energy, their demeanor, and the likes as we like to uh, push these rules of engagement. Uh, is there some sort of a, a, some sort of a, a way of discerning here, or it it it, it, it you know it differs from one person uh, to the other? Uh, for you, you just have to know maybe what what, what works for you. Uh, how how does it work uh, when you find yourself in that kind of situation? Yeah, I think that's a great question. Um, and, and, and I know that the, the Lord has given us gifts, you know. Mm. I know there's a gift of wisdom, the gift of knowledge, mm. um, the gift of uh, understanding, uh, and the gift of discerning, uh, discernment. When you're able to discern, uh, you know, when you're discerning, you're able to see a spirit behind every action that a person is taking. And these are God-given talents. So sometimes you don't tap into our inner potential to unleash those gifts so that they can be able to make us who we have to become. Mm -hmm. So um, 
he has created a system that is complete, but to uh, to unlock it, to have the understanding uh, of the spiritual stuff, for example, you know, you you for for example, I believe that for every product that you create, there has to be a manual that guides uh, you how to use it, because um, you can abuse it if you apply your own knowledge. But it is the instruction of the creator of the product. Um, that will guide you through how you maintain, sustain, and improve the product that he has created. Because you have to go into the mindset of the person who created. Who created. Not the alignment is in the in the in the thought realm. In 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 how when you are created, what was going on into your mind. So what I've realized is that we don't go into what the thinking of the person who created. Like for example, God created us, um, and I know that um, you know we've got different beliefs and so on, but I don't just want to drive that part. But I want to say is when God has created us, he has also instructed us on how we can get into that level. So we need to tap into the spiritual gift, if I can just say this. God has given us conscience, he's given us the mind, the heart, the mind, all these parts. They've got, they've got their primary function on what they were created in the beginning. Primary function, what they were created to do for. So, but uh, we can use a secondary function, but it may not actually even help us. So to answer your question is, when we have said, and you have, uh, in actual fact, what I was saying to other people is that um, we will only determine what is not in, uh, in, in, in alignment with what we need. It has to be, we have to define where we are going. So in other words, we have to say where we are going. Uh, what we say where we are going is an outcome that we want to see as well. But also, in the process of saying where we are going, what kind of transportation that will get us to get there. So because we are quick in terms of our mind is so quick, sometimes we choose the means without working out what is the best mean that will take me into the destiny that I, I, I say I must go. And I was sharing with the team at some point to say, you know, we, we, we can decide to go to Cape Town. Um, but they, they, there is a reason, there's an outcome there's a, there's a purpose, there's a why. If we can define the why before we go, why are we going to Cape Town? And then we set objectives. Now, what do we do with the objectives? We have to work it out. Uh, the, the people that are going to Cape Town, they should work together to define and outline what those uh, outcomes are and, and the objectives uh, uh, that we are trying to achieve. So then, once we agree, this is what we want to do. Then, together as well, this is teamwork. You don't do it alone. Uh, then we engage and say, you know what? For us to get into Cape Town, what means that is best suitable for the goals and the outcomes that you want to achieve that you can use? It's not how fast you run. It is not how strong we are. It's not how talented we are. Mm. But it's to just get together to say, you know what? Um, the, the, the transportation may not be as fast, but it will help us to achieve every single objective mm. that we have said we will achieve. Does this also so apply in the workplace as well? Uh, if we want to set uh, boundaries, uh, does this also apply? Let's say maybe probably you are dealing with a boss that is highly spirited and you don't like their approach or rules of engagement, uh, is there a way of uh, one maybe uh, trying by all means to navigate that particular space uh, without finding yourself making an enemy out of your boss? Yeah, for from 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 us as believers, what we do is 
um, you know, we discern what kind of spirit be is behind. You know, and the Bible says we must be one in spirit and in truth. We must be one in spirit and in truth. So, uh, the, the, uh, you know, I can take you in one of the um, judge who... who, who, who I seem to have lost Sydney there. I'm not sure if it's a load shedding, but we'll try uh, to get him back. But he was trying to give us uh, an example here uh, of uh, one of the judges there in terms of uh, what came out. But I asked him around uh, the issues of uh, uh, really uh, how how do you then deal with uh, uh, this in the rules of engagements in a work a situation where maybe you have a boss or a senior, uh, uh, one of your seniors that is just highly spirited that you don't like their approach here. Uh, how do you navigate that, uh, Sydney? You, you, you were just ripping up for us. Yeah, so I was just making an example of Luke 18. Now, the, the, there was this widow who was working under a judge. Remember, judge were leaders at the time. So they had the power, they had dominion, they were presiding over people, uh, they had control, they had authority, they could do whatever they want. Um, but the Lord was actually demonstrating to us to say, uh, sometimes these battles are not physical. They, they are spiritual in their design, but they need us to also be in the spirit for them to um, address them. So, so the woman, uh, just to tell the story, and then uh, and the Bible says in, in, in ministry, he did not only want God to actually, you know, judge the adversary. The adversary is, is somebody who is uh, coming to accuse you of something that um, you have done and, 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 and so that you, you cannot be able to get what you are supposed to get. And even if you've got the blessings or you've got the, 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 the blessings that God has given to you, but he accuses you, no, you can't give this one because he is actually doing this one. And God gives us, gives us a practical example to say, the woman, he says, no, no, no. Uh, he has to go to the judge to say, give me justice. Give me, give me, give me justice. Uh, so, so how did he, 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 he do that? The Bible says she, she went to the judge continuously until the judge says, no, 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 this woman, this woman is wearing me down. This woman is wearing me down. Uh, can you just give this woman what she wants and, and she must get out of my sight? Now, now what God is teaching us is that when we are pursuing something and uh, we are under, you know, under, under, under attack or somebody is not treating us. The first point of call is to go back to him and ask for his intervention. How? By prayer. So we need to be praying. We need to be praying. Praying consistent all the time. Now, one of the principles in Matthew 7 says, uh, ask, it shall be given. Mm. Knock. Somebody will open for you and seek God with all the heart you shall find him. So the problem is, when we are not asking, we are not receiving. But also, the in, there is a way to ask. There is a way to ask. Even the seeking part, there is a way. So we need to be able to understand, to say, if I want to be influential, if I want to be influential, there are certain things that I need to be able to understand, uh, 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 both as leaders and also as followers. For example, I always tell people is that if you are in the team, you fail to listen to others. Uh, but you want to be an influential, you want to be a person who is going to be influential to other people. So it means you want to demonstrate the power. Now, what you do to others 
You are planting seeds for your harvest when you assume that position. That's why positioning is very important. Yeah. Now, let me talk yeah. about position. Because if yeah, you just cannot... wrap up for us in terms of positioning for the sake of time, uh, 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 Sydney, we have our next guest uh, on standby. Maybe as a parting shot, uh, just help us go through positioning and then we'll, we'll be saying goodbye to you. Okay. Now, positioning is very, very important. Uh, I, I remember when we used to run, they say on your mark, Mm. on your mark, be positioned, get set, ready, and then you go. Position allows you to be able to leverage on opportunities that um, you, 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 you are given because it gives you the power to function. Mm. But position does not make you to be a leader, but it gives you a key. It's the lowest form of leadership. For positions, so we can't use a position to influence people, but it is the functioning in your position that actually makes you to become a leader. And to sustain your position, you must always be giving results. And, and once you are showing results and you're investing in developing people, you will always have your position. So I'll leave it with that. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for your time. Uh, Sydney, thank you very much, man. Uh, I really got motivated. Uh, thank you for the Bible scriptures as well uh, and just helping us just to uh, approach uh, this day, approach this week uh, in a wise uh, way uh, and knowing very well that we are not alone uh, in these uh, trying times. But really appreciate uh, your time. Uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, we, we shall talk soon. Okay, thank you so much and thank you for your time and thank you for giving up. Sure, Sydney uh, coming through there from uh, the One Soweto Council. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.